look on the bright side. Everything happens for a reason. These sayings have always been dismissive. If you just went through a breakup and someone's like, look on the bright side, piss off. There is no bright side. I'm right now depressed. I don't want to look at the bright side. That's not helpful. It's dismissive. Do I do this myself? A hundred percent. I have done this before to my friends and I never knew I was doing it until I heard the term toxic positivity. With guys, they make fun of everything. They will talk about someone's mum, sister, a lot of offensive jokes. Girls will never do that. If a guy makes fun of another guy's outfit, do you think they're going to care? Guys won't talk to their friends on text message that often, but they'll see each other more. Girls don't see each other that often, but they talk more on messages. Guys will tend to make last minute plans. Hey boys, do you want to hang out tonight? Yeah, all right. Whose house? Uh, Moe's house. Okay, see you there at 10 p.m. That's it. That's their plan. Done. Simple. Hi everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Why Though. My name is Nariman and I have my bachelor and honours degree in psychology. And today we'll be talking about friendships. We have all had a friend... And if you haven't, I'm sorry, you will make one soon, I hope. There are a lot of things I want to talk about in terms of friendship. I asked you guys on my Instagram what you want me to talk about in regards to this topic. And there was a lot of suggestions. This episode might be quite long. I am going to try to cut it down and show you the most important information. And just to let you know, the next episode is going to be about toxic friendships. Jealousy. Jealousy boundaries moving on from a friend breakup a lot of juicy things but that will be for next week I'm gonna start it off with something very very simple I'm not gonna define what a friend is I think everyone knows what a friend is but I am going to talk about types of friendship let's keep it smooth let's keep it easy let's talk about types of friendships I am gonna speak about this really quickly I don't want to go deep into it because it's not that important but I like to have some outline you could see that you are a different type of person around different types of people the way you are with your best friend from third grade that's your personality and then your personality can kind of shift around different people I have one noticed this around certain friends I'm more loud and more Um, I joke around more and then around other people I am more to myself and I know the boundaries with these people I just think yeah your personality changes okay so there are four types of friends that I mentioned the first one is an acquaintance this this person is like a work friend you might see here and there a mutual friend that you might hang out with someone that you're not that close to but you do know well enough that you would say hi to them if you like bumped into them at the store. It's just someone you're not that close to. Second one is a casual friend. These are inconsistent friends. There is no connection with them and it is mostly to go out with. Inconsistency, when I say inconsistency, I mean um, you don't really talk all the time. You don't really hang out all the time. You don't really have deep conversations. You don't ask them for advice. They are just someone that you hang out with. You might go to a party with they are a concert friend or a friend that you go to the gym with like they are not a considered a close friend but they are a casual friend 
The next one is a childhood friend. This type of friend, it could be from your childhood, it could be from high school, it could be from someone you knew when you were younger and when you catch up with them, it's like you never stop speaking. They know a lot about you, you grew up together, but you don't speak all the time and if you do, that's great. But I have friends from high school that I won't speak to for months, but then when I speak to them, it's like we never stop talking. That's just how it is. And those friendships, I, re- I really cherish these friendships because I know they will always be a part of my life and even though we don't talk all the time, they're good people to know. And then finally, the last friend is a best friend. So by definition, it's one of the closest friends that you have. But to me, I think this is much deeper than that. I don't think it's, even if that's your closest friend, I don't think that necessarily means they're your best friend. To me, a best friend is someone that you can trust there is you can have deep conversations with you can hang out with um it doesn't need to be always but like someone you do like to hang out with and someone you can be yourself around you're not watching what you say you're not feeling judged just someone you could truly be yourself with and really rely on them that to me is a best friend now that we've spoken about the types of friends why do we need friendships why do humans need friendships the superficial answer is because You want someone to hang out with and you don't want to be a loner and yeah, you're just filling up your time. But there is a deeper meaning to this. It's not just superficial. Friends allow you to have a sense of belonging. It's kind of like the tribe mentality back then where you belong to a community. We are social beings. We need to connect. Our whole purpose is to connect with other people. So we need that. It's like essential to us. We can't live our life without talking to people. And if you do live your life that way, you will find that your mental health is severely affected and other health issues are are affected. I wrote down here, sorry that I keep looking at my phone, but I, yeah, I wrote these things down. It boosts happiness. It prevents loneliness. You don't feel as isolated, of course, because you know you can speak to someone. You're not just sitting by yourself all day doing nothing. And also, like I said, we we are social beings. We need a support system. We need someone that will give us advice. We need someone that's going to challenge us. We need someone that will tell us when we are wrong so we are able to grow. I love friends and I'm actually this friend that if my friend does something wrong, I will tell them you are wrong in this scenario. I wouldn't just support them because I'm their friend. Like I will tell them you're wrong and that might actually allow them to grow. So friends are necessarily for necessary for growth for support and for a lot of different things. In terms of health, it reduces stress. It reduces the chances of dementia. That's why we encourage older people to talk to people, connect, have friends, go out because it reduces a lot of health issues. It's just something that is very necessary. Now I want to talk about my own journey with friends. You could relate to this. If you don't care, skip along. If you don't care about what friends I have, how I made friends over these, you can skip. But I want to talk about my journey. The first thing I noticed was friend making friends for me was so much easier in school. Uh, in primary school, it was so easy. In high school, instantly made friends. I was in a group of like 10 people. I It was just so easy to talk to people. As soon as I went to university, no friends. <laughs> I mean, I had friends from classes that I will do some work with, but I didn't have the same connection I did 
with the friends I had in high school. Why? Because in high school or primary school, I spent much more time together with these people. In university, our classes are like an hour, lectures, you need to be quiet. So you don't really spend that much time connecting with people. I know some people have made friends from uni. I just wasn't one of them. I just think it was so much easier when I was younger. Like even on Instagram, you would message a girl once, you reply to her story once, you're instantly friends, you're instantly talking. I remember, I don't know if anyone remembers the app Kick. That was when everyone used to speak on there. I used to speak to like, I think 15 people, I'm going to say every single day about what? I don't know. I don't know what we spoke about. We probably spoke about, I don't know, boys and restaurants and what we're going to wear and like stupid shit. But it was just so easy to talk to anyone. But then I think as I grew older, it was more anxiety provoking. I felt more weird to go up to people and talk to them. I don't know. I just feel like my journey with friends became harder as I got older, which I thought would be in reverse. Another thing I've noticed in my own journey is that I'm constantly the one initiating outings. Not with all my friends, but in terms of a lot of friends that I've had in the past, not even my current ones, just friends in general, that I was always the one initiating to go out. And then when I stopped initiating, they wouldn't reach out to me. And obviously that isn't a friend, like that's not a good friend. You want someone that's equally going to put the same effort back. And that's just something that I, it was just a struggle for me. I'm not sure why, because we would have fun hanging out together. But as soon as I stopped making the first move, they stopped too. So I just stopped I was like thinking okay well if this person's not gonna make effort I'm not either simple and before you say oh well Nariman why didn't you ask her maybe there's something wrong like maybe she's going through shit I've already done that um with certain friends I would tell them hey I feel like I'm the one initiating it like I would try to have a grown conversation with people telling them how I feel and then like some people acknowledge it and they say, yeah, like whatever, I am sorry, I, I will initiate it more. And then they don't or some people will straight up get offended. Another thing with me, I am kind of an introvert, not in terms of going out, but I am shy. I am shy at first and I like to take my time to show my full personality. So I think that's why I also struggle making friends because I am initially shy and I don't know if that's a thing that people don't like in people. They want someone outgoing or speaks a lot but I'm not like that initially I need time to be comfortable with someone but once I'm comfortable then I am comfortable with the job that I have because I am on um, social media and because I am on social media a lot of people expect me to have so much friends I even found some people telling me like oh you seem busy so they don't try to initiate because I just seem busy because I have this job and they assume that I know so many people which like I know I have connections in that sense, but I don't have friends in the industry. Like I don't have close friends that I can just hit up and say, let's go out. It's not like that. Like, yes, I know these people. And I I guess because people think because people know me that it's vice versa, that I know people back. And that's not the case. Just because people know my videos and know me as this social media person that doesn't mean that I have more friends. If anything, I have less friends than probably most people. My journey with friends has always probably been my biggest struggle, especially getting older. I work, I'm at home, I'm spending time with the same people 
that I don't go out there and try to make friends. And when I do, it's like, I don't know. I, I feel like I would take the initiative to make the first outing plan. But then when they don't do it back, I'm like, okay, well, then I already made the first move. Clearly, in my head, I'm thinking they're not interested in being my friend. Therefore, I'm just not going to pressure them. I don't want to be too pushy or naggy. I'm just going to let things be. So if you guys want to be my friend, just hit me up. You can apply for it. Have an application. Have a reference. You know, let me know if you want to be my friend and I will take it into consideration. This next thing that I'm going to talk about is very interesting to me. Differences in male friendship groups versus female friendship groups. I always found it so interesting how guys act so differently with their guy mates and girls act so differently with girl mates. I've spoken to guys before where they get so surprised with how, with what girls talk about, where they go, how we plan things. It's just so differently. I'm just going to give you an example before I get deeper into it. Making plans. As a girl, it is so freaking hard to make plans with your friends. This is, this is how the conversation would go. Hey, we haven't seen each other for a while. Let's hang out. Oh yeah, when are you free? Oh, next week. Oh, next week I'm busy. How about the week after? Oh, the week after what day? I'm busy Thursday to Sunday. How about Monday, Tuesday? Oh, Monday, Tuesday I'm working. I can't do that. Oh, okay, let's do the week after. Oh yeah, I don't know. And then you keep going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then this is just planning a day. And then you have to plan the location. God bless you if you do that quick because it takes so long with me to plan these things with girls. And then after all of these planning someone cancels and then this cycle repeats every few months and then we rarely see each other whereas with the guys guys will tend to make last minute plans hey boys do you want to hang out tonight yeah all right whose house uh moe's house okay see you there at 10 p.m that's it that's their plan done simple they see each other every they can see each other every single day if they wanted to because it doesn't need that much planning like they just make time they'll go out for an hour go home they don't need a restaurant they need like someone's garage it's so simple with girls it's just completely different I researched into this the differences in male and female friendship groups this is based on articles they are not evidence-based but they are articles I'm gonna hold my phone up I know that's very distracting I'm so sorry because I can see that's distracting it's distracting me but yeah audio listeners you probably don't know what I'm talking about it's fine let's just let's just move on okay males are friends with other males because of shared activities that they do for instance watching the footy um playing games together it's less intimate and like if they are at someone's house they will invite a mutual friend like it's less intimate it's just a gathering they'll watch the footy together they'll go to the pub together pub together it's all through shared activity that is the main thing about male groups for girls for females it's more face to face it's it's maintained through intimacy connection communication and support so girls love to talk we love to go to dinner we love to go to brunch we love to talk and the way our friendships are maintained are through what i said communication so I don't know about other girls, but for me, I like to talk to my female friends most days, whereas guys won't talk to their friends on text message that often, but they'll see each other more. Girls don't see each other that often, but they talk more on messages. This is just generally, by the way, some groups are different, but generally guys don't need to connect on a deeper level and talk about childhood trauma and shit or cry to each other. They will just watch the footy and they're best friends. For girls, I could 
to me, if I had a best friend, it's like I can cry to this person. I can talk about my ex. I can talk about this and that. And she's she's there and she's my best friend. Another thing I found funny was men tend to make fun of their friends a lot. And female groups are more likely to refrain from taunting and humor their friends out of fear that it may hurt their friends' feelings and, and they might get offended. With guys, they make fun of everything. They will talk about someone's mum, sister, a lot of offensive jokes. Girls will never do that. Guys will even make jokes about their other friend's appearance. If they're fat, if they're skinny, if they're short, tall. Girls will never do that. If I was in a friendship group, a girl told me, something about my skin or my hair or my body I would instantly get offended I don't care if people say that's sensitive I don't give a shit I will get offended and I think most girls will get offended as well if you make an inappropriate comment about them or a joke or like make fun of their outfit if a guy makes fun of another guy's outfit do you think they're gonna care no no one's gonna give a shit if I make fun of a girl's outfit she probably will hate me and hold a grudge forever she'll probably say oh my gosh she's so jealous of me blah 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 why is she so rude for like uh, there's boundaries especially when it comes to jokes it also depends on the friendship some girls are fine with that but I tend to see that girls like boundaries compared to men men tend to hang out in a bigger group the more the merrier while women typically prefer to go out with a good friend like i said before if a guy has a gathering at their friend and one of their friends is like hey i'm gonna bring my cousin the guys will be like yeah sure bring him they don't care big groups that's why you see guys always walking in big groups they're hanging out in big groups like they don't have a problem finding a friend to go out with because they have so many friends with girls, if you have a girls' night, they are very picky on who's there. You can't just be like, hey, I'm bringing my friend. They're going to be like, why the f*** is your friend coming? We don't know her like that. Why is she invited? It's a whole thing. It's like, why is she why is she invited? Like, guys, I think they don't really get offended with the invites and stuff where girls do. I remember in high school, it was such a thing where if someone wasn't invited, like, there would be dramas and they would say, like, they didn't invite me. And then the other person would be like, it was a last minute plan. And within a friendship group, there's always, like, the three girls that hang out together, the two girls hanging out with each other, where I feel like guys are not like that. They like to hang out in bigger groups. They don't care who's there. They don't, they're not picky. They don't need to accept a, an application to see who can hang out at the garage, where I think girls tend to do that lastly boys don't hold grudges they're more direct and fix things easily we've heard this before boys will have a fight they will not speak shit about the person they will go to that person and say i heard one two three they will either argue it out they will either hit each other they will do something but once the the fight is over it's over they don't hold a grudge they will hug and be brothers again they do not care they will forget about that fight they don't care like it's instant it's direct it's quick and efficient girls though let's talk about girls how much they hold grudges and honestly i'm one of them i, I i'm talking about girls in general but I'm, I'm i'm a girl and i know that i do these things as well so i'm also judging myself i'm not saying it's tr like it's a good thing but uh it's definitely not a bad thing like i don't really care if i'm like that but whatever girls they're not direct they talk to the other friend before the person they're annoyed at okay look but let me clarify this isn't what I specifically do. I if so if I have a problem with a friend, I will tell them. I'll say this bothers me. I'm not scared of confront confrontation, confront confronting confrontation. I'm not scared of confrontation. 
why am I, why does it sound weird? So I would tell the friend like this bothered me, whatever. I wouldn't talk about them to someone and then go to them or like tell them, oh, nothing's wrong and then talk shit about them. That's the one thing I hate about talking shit. I will not talk shit about someone unless I can say it to their face. I will not say this girl is annoying if I can't say it to her face. That's just, that's just how I am. If I hate someone and I'm talking about how much I hate them, I will tell that person I hate you. If they ask me, I'm like, oh yeah, I don't like you. I wouldn't be like, no, like you're nice. I didn't say that. I wouldn't do that. I would be like, I'm sorry, but I don't like you. Someone asked me on Instagram, should we be friends with the opposite sex? I love this question. I have spoken about this many, many times in my life. I love this question. I don't know why, because I know it's such a debate and people have different things, but my opinion stays the same. If you talk to the opposite sex long enough, one of you will gain feelings. And again, it depends on the friendship. If you are hanging out all the time, calling all the time, one of you is going to have feelings for each other I don't care who one of you will that has always been my experience okay there was a study of 88 undergraduate students they just wanted to see how they are with their friends that are the opposite sex so the results were that men were more attracted to their female friends not in reverse and they assume feeling is mutual so what I mean by this is men are generally generally more attracted to their female friends and they assume the girl likes them back when really the girl has no idea that the guy likes her and she doesn't like him back boys overestimate level of attraction female friends have and women underestimate the level of attraction felt by their male friends So the male overestimate how much the girl likes them. They think the girl loves them, whereas the girl thinks the guy does not like me at all. That is, I feel like that happens a lot. The guy always ends up liking the girl and then the girl has no idea. And then the guy thinks that she knows and thinks that she likes him back. But it's like, that did not, like, when did we talk about these? Like, when, what? I don't know. And to me, once you're in the friend zone, for me, like, you're not getting out. I'm sorry because when I, this is a side note, when I meet a guy within the first interaction, I can t- put them in which category? Potential? Friend zone. I'm sorry and whoever was in the friend zone never came out for me. Not one of them, not one of them, not one of them was out of the friend zone. Even the best friend, because I used to like some of my guy best friends when I was like really, really young. Even them, when I first met them, it's like, I knew they were my friend, but I'm like, "Mm, like maybe, like maybe we can talk like later on. Like I knew there was some attraction to them, even though we were friends. But initially from my first encounter with them, I knew whether it's going to be friendship forever or potential, you know, like a potential friendship or a potential relationship. I don't know yet. I haven't decided. But yeah, I always know that I just wanted to say that because I feel like I really related to this one. In my opinion, yes, you can be friends and just friends, but it's rare to be just friends because one of you is going to like the other one and then it gets messy. Even if you say, no, we're best friends. I see them as blah, blah, blah. Selena Gomez said Justin Bieber is like her brother. They dated. What about being friends with the opposite sex while you are in a relationship when I was like really young I'm still young I'm like a baby but when I was younger (laughs) 
I, whenever I was speaking to someone, they would always want me to cut off my guy friends or a guy friend. And I never understood why. I was like, why do you want me to have zero friends? I just don't understand why I can't have a friend. Now that I'm older, I understand their perspective, kind of, because they didn't want me like talking on the phone all the time with them texting all the time which I was doing to to my best guy best friend at the time like I was always calling him always talking to him so and then the guy that I was speaking to in that way didn't like that and I just didn't understand why I was like you're insecure bang <laughs> so I never understood that but now I think look it depends on the relationship you set your own boundaries you could do whatever the hell you want if you want to have guy best friends girl best friends hang out all the time I don't I don't care but for me I think there has to be boundaries because if I am constantly hanging out with a guy speaking to him all the time calling him all the time one of us might overstep the boundary he might gain feelings I might gain feelings if I fight with my partner what if I tell the best friend and then it's just it's just awkward I don't know I just I think there has to be boundaries what I personally do is I think it's okay to have a guy friend or the guy have a my partner having a, a girl mate um, speak once in a while, hang out once in a while, but it cannot be constant calling, constant messaging, night calls, constant meetups. I, I'm sorry, but that's not happening. Like, I do not care. That is not going to happen. I respect it. He respects it. I wouldn't want him to hang out with a girl all the time who isn't me you can call me jealous you can call me crazy you can call me too much and whatever I don't care some people are like this some people are not it's totally up to you but to me I think there's boundaries because sometimes things happen that you don't want to happen and I just wouldn't be comfortable with my partner hanging out with a girl all the time like I'm sorry if I'm jealous or I'm overthinking but things happen and you might not plan to do things. And honestly, like some girls, I don't trust. Like the girl might be like, the guy might be like, oh yeah, she's been my best friend since I was since I was two years old. But she secretly likes him. He doesn't know that she secretly likes him. And then you'll tell him like, she's doing this. He'll look, no, we're just friends. We're just friends. But really, she just wants your boyfriend. I don't trust that. So I prefer to have boundaries, even if the girl likes him secretly. With these boundaries in place, she can't do anything because they're not calling all the time. They're not meeting up all the time. It's like in an occasion thing. I think it's healthy to have speak to people in the opposite sex. I think it's healthy. But when you're in a relationship, you need to have some rules. How long does it take to consider someone as a good friend? I heard about this in a previous podcast before. So she spoke about your friendships as kids and in school. What I said, it takes way less time to consider someone a good friend. As as a seven year old, after one play date, they are your best friend. You are you are like this. In the article that I read, it takes forty to sixty hours to consider a friend a casual friend. Forty to sixty hours—that's still a long time to hang out with someone. And then it takes eighty to hundred hours to consider someone a friend, like a standard friend. And then 200 plus hours for someone to be considered a good friend. Another request that I received on my Instagram was toxic positivity in friendships. This might need a whole episode on its own. If you want me to talk about it more, let me know. Toxic positivity, what is it? 
It's the belief that no matter how difficult a situation is, people should maintain a positive mindset. You might have heard people say, look on the bright side. Everything happens for a reason. Keep smiling. Ding. Just imagine the the sound effect. Ding. These sayings have always been dismissive. It's like, if you just went through a breakup and someone's like, look on the bright side. It's like, piss off. There is no bright side. I'm right now depressed. I don't want to look at the bright side. It's like, yes, yes, there is a bright side. Yes, there is heaven. Yes, they are in a better place. But do I really want to hear that right now? No, that's not helpful. It's dismissive. Do I do this myself? A hundred percent. I have done this before to my friends and I never knew I was doing it until I heard the term toxic positivity. And that was like, that was when I was like, damn, I have been doing this the whole time. Look, I'm going to give you the example that I did. And then after this, I realized I was doing this toxic positivity. Someone that I knew, her friend passed away and she was going through grief. She was going through a hard time. And I went over to see her to see how she was. And my first instinct when someone passes away is to say like, everything happens for a reason. They're in a better place now. She was loved. He was loved. Like I give you the most cliche quotes. Honestly, not because it's fake, but genuinely I mean it. Like they, everything does happen for a reason. They are in a better place unless they're going hell then I'm sorry. But like, generally like that's I really mean it but is it helpful no it's not helpful she I could tell my advice meant jack shit to her did not help her at all it was probably so dismissive but I just felt uncomfortable and I didn't know how to handle the situation and I think that's what most people find difficult is when they see their friend uncomfortable or upset you become uncomfortable and upset. You're like, oh, I don't know how to handle this. This person's sad right now. I need to fix it. I need to fix it. So like, I'm not uncomfortable and this person's not sad anymore. So what do you do? You give bullshit quotes instead of being a good listener. Why? To make the uncomfortable situation go away. So your friend is no longer upset. The thing is, we aren't taught how to react in these situations. I have never had a course, a conversation with a parent on how to react when someone is giving you bad news not sorry not giving you bad news if someone is going having a bad time what do you do how do you be there with your friend how do you be there for your friend you've never been taught that so you've always seen these stupid cliche quotes throw them in their face hope they better within a second it's like you went through a breakup here you go everything happens for a reason you should be fixed now let's go have a coffee that's not how it works If you want to read more about this, read the book Toxic Positivity. The strategies I'm going to bring up is from this book. When you say something like toxic positivity to someone, they're going to feel worse. They're going to feel dismissed. They're going to feel unheard. They're going to feel uncomfortable. They're going to just want the conversation to end because you are not helping them. So what should you do in this situation? We are always trying to interrupt, bring up a story of our own, compare. Stop doing that. Just listen. Listen to the person. If someone is ranting to you, listen. Don't say, oh yeah, that one's happened to me. This is what I've done. No one gives a shit. 
No one cares what you did in your relationship. This person is trying to vent. They are trying to talk about themselves. And I know you're doing it with the right impression to bring up your own story. You're trying to make the conversation about you and you're not listening to your friend. I am guilty of this. I have done it before someone's ranting to me about a guy and I'm like yeah one time I spoke to this guy and the guy did the same thing I'm trying to show her that it's happened to me this is what I done maybe you should you can learn from my story the thing is the timing is bad I can still tell someone this is what I did but tell them later once they're done venting and even ask them do you can I bring up something can I bring up a story if it's gonna be helpful let them know. If they say, honestly, I don't want to hear it, then zip, don't talk about it. The next thing is ask them what do they need? Everyone wants something different. Someone might want silence. Someone might want to vent. Someone might want advice. Ask them, be like, what do you want from me right now? What do you need me to do? How do I be there for someone? The friend that I spoke to that was going through grief, I should have said, what do you need from me right now? Not in a rude way, obviously, but like as a friend, I want to be there for you. I just don't know how to handle these situations, but I really do want to help you. And I want to know what's helpful to you. Do you want to stop talking about it? Do you want me to let you vent? Do you want me to make you feel better? Like, what is it that you want from me? Some people might be like, honestly, like, I just don't want to talk about it right now. I'll talk to you when I'm ready. Some people might be like, yeah, give me advice. Everyone's different. It might be useful to someone to someone else. It's not useful. Next thing is when they're ranting to you, make them feel validated. Say, I understand how you feel. That sucks. Or I hear you. I want to understand more. Can you tell me more? Like validate them. You don't have to interrupt and talk about yourself. You can just be like, I understand. Try to actually understand. A lot of the times when we have conversations with people, we're not really listening. We're like focusing on what we're going to say next, what our response is next. It happens in arguments. It happens in conversations. While the person's talking at you, you are thinking in your head, what am I going to say next? And as soon as they stop talking, you're like, blah, 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 blah. So if someone is actually upset with you, not with you, sorry. If someone actually has had a bad day, has lost someone, is going through a breakup, lost their job, whatever the scenario is, try to actually understand them and try to be there for them rather than instantly having something to say even sitting in silence give them a hug if they like hugs just being there for them trying to understand okay guys that is all for this episode thank you guys for watching next week will be about toxic friendships and yes i hope you guys enjoyed this episode you know the deal you know i have social media i'm on tiktok i'm on instagram i'm on youtube i'm on all of the platforms follow me i make skits i make comedy videos so yeah, just do that if you want to see more of me. And I'll see you guys in my next episode. Bye.